Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Welcome to podcast, professors. Everyone, um, I'm Pod Professor Tom. Um, welcome, with, I'm Pod Professor yeah, Will. Will's here too, and Paul's probably somewhere eating a hot pocket. You know the drill. You know how it all goes. There's, I don't know what to say here that you haven't heard already. You know, this is episode five, so we've made it. You made it five hours into this thing, so uh, congratulations. I hope you feel vindicated in your purchase. Um, you know, just Wait, just they, pay, they have to. Just forty forty nine more of these left, Will. Then we're then we're free. Free. I mean, <laughs> then we're sort of out of a job. Um, I don't know. Sort of a glass uh, glasses half full approach for me uh, this show, but it doesn't sound like that for you. At least lately. I mean, you're not your uh, your chipper pod fester self. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it after the break. Uh, our theme today is how oh, to... Oh, break. Break already. Oh, boy. Okay. It's well, it's be, uh, oh, the billboard. It's going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this will be a blast how to, to How to persist High when energy. times are tough is uh, is our theme today. So that's that's what our lesson is about. So stick around for uh, yes. for some good advice uh, You know, from me. As I look over the edge into the abyss, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. And Will will... I don't know what he's got up his sleeve, but he'll he'll talk too. We'll have a, a a great old time here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Do stick around. All right, we'll be right back on podcast, professors. And uh, you know, welcome back to podcast, professors. I'm Podfessor Will, or no, I'm Podfessor Tom, and with me here is Podfessor Will. Oh, and uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm Podfester Will. Yeah, yeah. How, um, how uh, was this past week for you, uh, Podfester Tom? You sound uh, dejected. I uh, to put it nicely. I've never felt more like uh, like a failure in my life. I'll tell you that much. It didn't start out well uh, when I broke my Chemex. You know, I went to. I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a rabid coffee fiend. And uh, I've I've often sort of in the back of my head thought if if I had to do it all over again I really would want to be um, a shameless amoral lobbyist for big caffeine, uh, big coffee. Yeah, well, not even necessarily big coffee, coffee, big money. caffeine. I think uh, I've I've come big to learn money. that there's there's really no downside to a caffeine addiction. Um, and if we could really, really shamelessly throw some propaganda into the culture to make sure everyone felt that way, I think I could, I could sell that to the masses, you know? So that's sort of where I start. And then, uh, my, my Chemex shatters into a million pieces because one this of my, is, and not to, not to just jump in here right away, but this is for you. Uh, this is sort of, you know, uh, the Chemex shattering is sort of for you, like your last heroin needle. Uh, being sort of destroyed or or bent you know it's the um it's the cutting off of the pipeline so to speak of the just seemingly endless amount of caffeine that sort of yes. courses through your veins on a daily basis i can't a- argue am I with picturing that. this correctly yeah and I, I like the pipeline analogy because it sort of feels like I'm, I'm living in the middle of an oil spill i'm like a little duck in the middle of an oil spill here uh because it's right. st- it starts with the chemex and then I get a call from my publisher saying that my audio book, The Three Scrooges, has not been picked up because they actually didn't even know that I'd sent it over to them. Um, Which they- is actually funny uh, because uh, I, I, and I mean, again, I, I, um, I'm sorry about your, your book not getting picked up, but uh, I think it, it was sort of funny. Uh, you were waving in my face the, uh, the past week, uh, your fancy italian espresso machine that you bought for yeah several yeah, thousand true. dollars and that was you well, know i bought one for... sort of bought under the assumption that you were getting that that sweet sweet book deal money it, it's worse and, than uh, that will it it's like... it's worse than that I, I bought one of those for every room of my house uh well oh, and not God. only that I, I sold my house and i began construction Ugh. on an eight million dollar ranch in montana uh on about eleven thousand acres and you know i thought you had a property in in jackson hole well, I sold that one too because there was a great deal fairly close to Yellowstone. Wow. Uh, it's kind yeah. of between Yellowstone and the Tetons, and I thought, you know, it's things uh, are really well, looking up. So we got this big ranch. Uh, it's an eight million dollar ranch. I mean, like the ranch itself is eight million dollars. So does it's it just have a house or is it just a, a plot of no, land? No, no, no. That's it's it's that's the house on the eleven thousand acres. Oh, okay. So oh, it's, that's good. There's wow. a lot going on. There's uh, I bought I bought thirty three horses. 
there's a staff of 12 that are permanently living in the you know the quarters so i mean there's little houses for the staff all over the place as well oh, there's and a sort of slave quarters if you will like they, they get they well they were going to get paid fine i've had to let them all go now though because you know i really thought once i got a, an academic you know book published by little brown that there was really nothing stopping me from becoming a billionaire uh, well, and, obviously, you got screwed by Little Brown Publishing. So just another example of um, and I think I, I don't know, I, I might have I hate to make this a, a told you so moment, but I, I did have my doubts about Little Brown and and some sort of their their shady corporate business practices. I don't trust uh, anybody. I, I, did, who... I did make this quite self-evident and apparent on, on previous shows that Little Brown meant meant no good for your future business dealings, but the same you way, know, that, uh, uh, more it, power to you. Uh, I I uh, know you submitted it to Penguin Publishing, and you know all the uh, the prestigious. Uh, well, no, I couldn't because uh, I, I signed a, a non compete with Little Brown, so I can't uh, I can't oh, submit couldn't. it anywhere else. And they they've wow. you know they still own they just the, crashed your yeah they well they own the proposal for the book, so I can't take it anywhere else. Uh, but they they're holding me hostage Yikes. more or less, and you know the same way that uh, that leprechauns are sort of these mischievous little creatures. Little Brown similarly, uh, you know, acts the same way as a little trickster that just seems to want to trip me permanently throughout the day. So it's just constant. I get back up and I'm tripped again, over and over again. And so you know, I wow. I've got this Montana ranch, and I don't really know what to do with it. I'm I'm several several. You know, tens of millions of dollars in debt right now. Sure. And, uh, I mean, how much? Just hypothetically, how much are you spending on cattle feed in a month? Oh, you know, just to keep the, a couple hundred thousand. You know, it's you know. hundred thousand. Wow. Well, I got the nice stuff, Will. I, I mean, it's, what? It's organic. You know, it's it's not. I, sure, I don't want no, these I, horses to die young. These are a long term investment. No, I understand about the stallions needing high quality food, but you know, the the cattle, from what I understood. Uh, you know, you were trying to get into sort of uh, meat farming uh, sustainably. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But I mean, I, I just I know that the cows are just sitting there. You know, the ranch is just sort of just laying there dormant, and you know, a few hundred thousand a month. I mean, what was your um, beyond the book? Did you have anything else going for you, or well, this, I was like, is this podcast the only thing? Kind of like we other we, than the book, like you alluded to. I I sort of you know threw a bunch of irons into the fire because I thought. I could get right. started with the meat. I could I could sell uh, you know, I could package some Timothy Hay and sell it as guinea pig food. Um, you know, it right. was it was you sort were of a- also gonna you were gonna get into those uh from what I I remember I got a, a text at like three or four o'clock in the morning my time. Uh just uh, a random idea, I think a business proposal about, you know, you wanted to get into the uh um the business of of taking those old cattle hides and turning them into rugs that's you true know, the sort yeah. of rugs that you see at like a log cabin for, it's for well instance. i wanted to turn those and into I, a carpet i just thought that that i was gonna you make know, i appreciated that you thought of uh me as a potential business partner but it just was a, an odd time for a text i don't know what that was all Look, about you know, I, I just never brought it up i would say I, it's not a great time for me to give you business advice will but What's worked for me up until the last week, spectacularly so, I might add, is when you get a burst of inspiration, you commit your entire life to that inspiration until the next burst of inspiration. It so, just, it, so I had this thought you know, that don't you know, take this the, the wrong way. It, it it really it just sounds impulsive, and it sort of seems very very impulsive. I don't know if that's a good business quality. Uh, Much like have. caffeine addiction, uh, I'm unconvinced impulsivity right. has a downside. You just sort of you just crash and burn is the thing. You know, you have all these great ideas and I'm I'm hearing about, you know, I'm getting sixty text messages at three o'clock in the morning and then I text you back the next day in the afternoon and I hear nothing. I, and I hear yeah. nothing until about eight eight PM. Well that's and then I get a stream of consciousness texts. You know, it's just sort of it's it's a sad uh, reality, ladies and gentlemen, but caffeine addiction can really it can ruin lives, and um, it, well, it, it is something that I've considered rehab uh, for myself. Of course, I, I, in terms I, of how much caffeine I'll is, say this is much, Will, on a daily. I encourage you to go to rehab for yeah. any number of problems except caffeine addiction. I think that one's really not the that's not the one I would be worried about if I it, were you. It is. It is worrisome, though. You know, if you start shaking, having headaches uh, without consuming something on a daily basis, for example, that's not. 
yeah. by any means normal. In your case, I assume it's other problems, uh, other addictions, maybe you know things a little bit. Uh, none that I know sinister. of. Not, none, none well, to speak of. You're right. You don't you don't admit it until you're ready for that rehab stage, which clearly you're not quite there, and that's. That's fine. That's your cross to bear, I suppose. But uh, I will say um, I, I'm disappointed as well in our listeners because our university did not receive enough funds from the Kickstarter to actually get them. They had a goal of a certain number of uh, thousands, and un- unless they got to that goal, uh, they got none of the money. And it turns out they, you know, Super Troopers 2 got about a million dollars more than they asked for, but higher education couldn't make it up to its initial goal and so our university uh is closed now and uh this yes i hate to say it is uh now an unaccredited well it's just a podcast now it's not even a course really it's it's just it's the two of us rambling into microphones and that's all it is now yeah it's uh it's unfortunate we've been sort of defunded you know we we talk about uh in in popular vernacular uh defund the police and you know defund all these uh institutions that are just absurdly overfunded you know defund them uh defund this and that but um you know incidentally before any of those were defunded uh, a lot of schools and uh, you know places of learning were defunded um you know well, knowledge I mean, has let, its place but let's say this know, much not, it's, it's uh, not it's not defunding at this point it's a it's we've abolished education uh at this point yes it's well there's, there's there is not a school that's you know struggling to keep the lights on it's it's a it's a big building for sale yeah it's uh something that could be potentially converted into many um living areas future apartments uh probably a little you know uh area for a supermarket and well and, you know it's sad yeah. really it's uh it's a place that used to be regarded as a fountain of knowledge, our, our university. And, and now um, it's dried up. That fountain is, is just welled a, up. It's yeah. sand. It's a desert. Uh, it's been filled in with a sand pit and the water table has completely vanished. It's just, you know, it's, it's basically, a, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm not, I'm speaking sort of out of my element. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a podcasting expert and by no means a geologist or anything, but I would say that, uh, it's, it's akin to, um, you know, uh, several hundred million years ago when the Sahara, uh, was actually a very lush jungle, uh, from what I understand, just a very, uh, you know, lively area of, uh, fertile land. And now it, uh, has become a barren dry desert. And this is sort of, uh, what, what our university has become. Well, and so it's it's another instance of uh, some revenue drying up for me because you know when, when I got some of these calls, that too, yeah, uh, and you know it looks like okay maybe the Montana thing is going to blow up in my face. Uh, Little Brown actually blew up in your face before yeah, that. Yeah. Well, um, yes, and the and the Chemex all- the Chemex shattered into my face before that even. Um, right. But so you know, I, I guess the thing that I always fell back on was at least I have that that healthy salary from my tenured position in higher education uh and you know it's one of those things when you when you get tenure you you really think you have job security uh when you live in a a a developed country you anticipate higher education will exist you know from year to year it's not like uh it's not like opening a restaurant but i mean apparently it is and so you know I, i essentially have no income and tens of millions of dollars i have to find and you know, on on top of all of that, uh, you know, just a just another insult to the injury, to the several injuries. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm seeking refuge in my bunker with all of the post office workers who've actually set up a new USPS, which it's not what you're thinking. It's actually the underground. Uh, you know, it's called the um. From what I, it, it's called the new SPS, right? That's what. Yeah, I mean, well, they don't have an official trademark because they didn't want to get caught. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that's what they're going by. And so we're down there, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, thinking maybe I should start working here as a po- an underground post office worker at the new SPS. Um, what does, uh, what does out of curiosity, what does the new SPS, uh, pay, um, um just for well, entry level? It's, you know, it's, it's a little less than I'm accustomed to. And I'd have to, I'd have to make some cuts, maybe get rid of some of the horses, 
Uh, but I, I think I would be able to keep my credit, uh, you know, going. I, I can make some of the payments that I'd need to make. Um, but you know, so I, well, anyway, we're, we're down there and I, I hear this large knock on the door, you know, this big echoey metal door and I, I open it up. Well, I, you know, I have to undo the airlock and open it all up and it's kind of a pain actually to open everything up, but I open it up and guess who's there? Who would you guess? Um, uh, Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger was not there. No, but it, you're, you're kind of in right. the ballpark. Uh, it was Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky. Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, the, the Rand Paul. The Rand Paul. Not, not one of these what, impersonators. What on earth was he doing? Well, he, wow. he, he told me that as he was walking out of the, the Republican convention last week, he got yelled at by two or three snowflakes, and right. he just he had to seek refuge from these savages. Uh, and so he he had heard from this show. I guess he was thinking of starting a podcast. So he was one of our one of our students. I don't know what that says about anything, but there's some implications there for sure. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. So he he heard that I had a bunker. He tracked it down, probably using some kind of crazy illegal government, uh, you know, techniques. If you ask me. Uh, and then he gets in there and he quickly goes from seeking refuge. Uh, you know, a refugee. Senator Paul, Rand Paul, uh, you know, looks around and instead of fixating on water and food and the fact that I have a, a large bunker that's safe, uh, he sees instead an underground post office and uh, then he turned around and uh, his, his priorities shifted. And so let's just say it's now illegal to have an underground post office and uh, I am being sued by the federal government and they have actually taken my bunker from me. So wow, and uh, have you spoken to the ACLU, or have you gotten anyone involved in the um, the underground postal working community that that can sort of help you out with? Well, I, you know, I did crowdfunding some legal fees. The ACLU set me up with this uh, this this they call her a hotshot young lawyer, and uh, you know she was telling me some she, of. Oh, so she's a, a hotshot uh, lawyer. She's a hotshot. Yes, is what you're telling. Okay, well, well excellent. That's I'm told. I'm told. Anyway. Always, it, it works in your favor. Uh, continue, please. So she she's she's meeting with me, and I I gotta say, you know, I've watched my Hub, fair. I gotta sh- say, hubba hubba, you're uh, you're meeting with a hot shot. Uh, you know, uh, this just uh, sorry. Continue. This just sounds like you know how could it what, get you, any any worse? You know. Well, no, this, yeah, this was sued. But, this was the silver uh, lining, you hello. know, to to get this conversation right and. Uh, well, you know, sure, yeah, and I, I mean, you know, yes, you still there? no, no, go ahead. Um, so I, I'm talking to her, and you know, you you code switch, right? There's a whole podcast on code switching when you're right. when you're talking to Rand Paul, you know, who's who's sort of rabidly foaming at the mouth, uh, talking about the power of the federal government. Uh, you, you talk to him one way. You talk to the the debt collectors another way, and you talk to a hotshot lawyer in a in a you know certain sort of suave, charming way. Um, but you know, I'll say this much: I've watched my fair share of uh, you know John Grisham adaptations uh, throughout the '90s, and uh, I, I think I pretty much know how the legal system works. And uh, I found that she did not seem to agree with me on several things, and so I, uh, you know, as one does who uh, has been wronged, I would interrupt her and correct her. And she thought that it got a little bit too mansplainy. And uh, suff- suffice it to say, the, uh, the ACLU has, has dropped me as a client. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here on my Montana ranch, surrounded by horses, uh, wondering what comes next. And that's, you know, it's it's tough to worry about a podcast at this point, an unaccredited little podcast, when the whole, my entire world has fallen apart in four days here. Yeah, wow. It Well, it does um, sound like you, uh, you've had quite a lot going on in uh, a very short amount of time, yes. I will say. Um, and yeah, as far as the ACLU situation goes, you know, all the best there. Um, she I won't even return my calls, you. Will. I've te- I, well, you know, to be fair, uh, I've I've been in a room before where you think you know uh, a few things about something, and uh, you, you just you go off. Well, and getting this is my life. Will is, is kind of impossible. Will this is my life? It's impossible to get a word in edgewise. I can't. Sort of interrupt, I can't. Uh, and then let, sort of 
wrong uh, hoods interject um, you know win no, no, out. i'm sorry no yeah sorry were you talking you can't i didn't hear you yeah no i was i was uh talking what but, what what, what yeah. do you want <clears throat> well no just that no no no. take it take know, the take the mic take the spotlight go for it well no it's i mean here's the it's prime yours. example of what i was this just yours. about to say the spotlight you, you i am seem, butting seem out it's not, your turn seem to not really it's al- not my turn to uh, talk i'm not trying people... to steal it it's yours you know they say conversation is sort of a two-way street and and it's just it is um to to be fair uh f- to the lawyer um the hotshot lawyer uh, you were talking to yeah, yeah um i would say that uh uh you get really annoying when you're sort of uh mansplaining and you know grandstanding about uh stuff that you've just sort of seen movie adaptations about with tom cruise in them you know i uh, i I, th- I think i was uh at a faculty event where we had an air show one year and because you saw um you know you saw the tom cruise uh movie where he uh he's a, a pilot yeah you, know, you thought you knew everything about planes as well it's I just did, it's yeah. well it I, was i can glean sort a lot of a, you know i i learn quickly you show me an instructional video i know what i'm doing or yeah but i mean you, you also watch scrubs and you sort of think that you know everything about medicine too and it's just that you, you don't understand that uh there is a, a line between reality and tv and then you just grandstand and and I'm sorry. Can you hear a vacuum in the background by any chance? I can. Yes. Uh, are yeah. You, is, no, that would be. Um, I'm just. You know, we. Uh, I have the kids today, and been crazy. So you have the. Oh, are, is. Well, is, is is the old lady not around? Like, is she is she out of town on like a business trip? I thought she was. Uh, no, there's a. There's an au pair, uh, and oh, we, yeah. we. We're just trying to, you know, essentially uh, career focus. But yeah, the uh, the you know the quadruplets and then the twins are are all being taken care of quite fine. So Can I say, Will? I've noticed on your your wife's Facebook that she's taken off the married to Podfessor Will, uh, you know, little thing in her about section. We uh, don't, you know, uh, something about me uh, is that I don't I don't uh, like to talk about my personal life, uh, sort of in formal settings. Sure, um, there's so a time we, and a we place. Can just, we can gloss exactly, you know, and. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, can I say yeah. the the place would I would say the place is not on a an accredited master class, uh, but since that is not what we do now, and I guess this is just a phone yeah, call. Yeah, uh, it is kind of the, the purpose place. is has sort of shifted. I I guess uh, it's less than professional and sort of more of like a what would you call it? a side hobby? Yeah. No, it's 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 my only you know it's the only thing keeping me going right now. I have literally nothing else in my life at the moment. Well, I mean, we we do make a little money from the the podcast just because of the sponsors, and that's actually a, a great segue here. Oh um, yeah, to yeah. Our first sponsor of the day. Uh, okay. Yeah. Big Bob's Biltong Beef. Um, have you ever wanted to try Biltong, but you weren't sure if uh, it would taste? Uh, too similar to dog treats. Well, <clears throat> I have quite a, a deal for you. Uh, Big Bob's Biltong Beef uh, will go ahead and ship you a uh, an express uh, package of their hot Biltong Beef strips. Uh, have you ever tried this, Tom? Uh, Biltong, it's sort of the, the latest craze in the beef jerky market. Biltong. Um, uh, I can't say yes, I've heard it's, of it. Uh, it's, is it. Is it like a, a special seasoning? It's just a, a sort of beef jerky type of meat, uh, but it's uh, it's been shaved, as you would a, like a, a ham like a gyro? or a, like gyro meat. Mm, sort of like a like a thin slab of meat. Okay, that's been shaved. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to describe it. Then Maybe our to, audience you, can sort of look it up for themselves. You but, order this? Is this something that they serve? Do they are there? Is it? Is, does it belong to a specific culture? Like if I go to a Greek, yeah, a Greek restaurant, can I order a biltong? Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, but you, you can find this on shelves in uh, South Africa and ah. many other uh, African countries. This is a uh, basically a, sort of a preserved meat thing. Uh, been been used for thousands of years, even. 
preserved uh, for of, thousands uh, of years or eaten for thousands of years? Well, eaten for thousands oh, okay, of years. Good. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, uh, I would say that would take a long time to make biltong if we had to age it for a thousand years. But um, now I, I'm, I've, I was sent some copy by Paul uh, for some biltong bourbon. Now I don't quite get the correlation here. Can you illuminate a little bit for me? Uh, I don't know if that is that. Um, well, I don't have Paul here with me today. Thank God. Uh, in in yeah, no, don't uh, don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah, Paul is not here today, um, so I can't ask him for sure. But uh, that probably is just a, an error. Uh, the only you know, what, you know what I think? I think Paul's trying to make me look like a fool. I think he's he's sending me gibberish. You know, you're reading well, a, a you perfectly know, normal ad read, and Paul's sending me gibberish, so I'm supposed to say, well, tell him about the bourbon, Will, and you say there is no bourbon. That's not part of it. And then Paul's yucking it up, and then everyone else is laughing at, oh, oh poor poor Tom on his, on his you know, $8 million Montana ranch over here. What a, what a jerk, right? That's what Paul wants, and I, I, I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because I, um, I'm just going to ask you: Do you know even the topic of this show? I was told uh, by Paul that the topic of the show is how to succeed at business and win friends. And I said, "That's the title of a book, Paul." And he said, "Yeah, I know, but that's what uh, what Tom and everybody else and the uh, you know the sponsors agreed on." And I was like, "Okay, all right." That's so no, that's what not. Are, what is the topic of today's show, anyways? The topic is how to persist when times are tough. So, like. See, that's right there, a prime example. We, You know, if if we were supposed to talk about the show today and we weren't on the same page, that's just clear sabotage. I mean, that's just Paul, a prime yeah. example of Paul trying to, uh, you know, pull a fast one on us. And I'm to, not appreciating any of this. He's trying to pit us against each other, I think. He is. He, he's trying to, to make us uh, confused and he's trying to divide and, yeah, uh, and conquer. And, and he, yeah, basically, I mean, I, I don't know if, and you know, it's, this is, is not professional, but you know, who, um, who cares anymore, but I've heard that Paul has actually, uh, started his own podcast. Oh, I, I, oh, I'm, I'm looking right now at the email, uh, the, the press release, in fact, for his entire podcast empire, as he calls it, the gall of this, this little intern who now is not, he's, wow. he, he's effectively a college dropout, and yet he thinks he can start a, a podcast empire uh, called Buckaroo Podzai. It's not, I, I, I could wow. come up with 35 better podcast empire names off the top of my head right now. And and he he would not be able to use any of them. Let me tell you that much. But it it's it's a funny you know it's one of those things where you know there's the irony of it's like a quibby, right? We we all know how this is going to go, and sometimes it's fun to watch a train crash. Um, but go ahead, Paul. You know, like you're you're free. You know, I, we don't need you around here. Why don't you go ahead and start your own podcast empire? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, Paul's a, a dirty, rotten sellout, and uh, he can he can definitely feel free to sort of move on to greener pastures if he if he feels like we're, you know, not being formative enough, or you know, our expertise is not appreciated anymore. Uh, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe there's just um, nothing more we can do for him. Oh my God, I'm scrolling through the episodes on his new show which is a pop culture recap because the world needs another one of those, Paul. We really need more pop culture recaps. There's not enough shows out there that go through the pop culture of the week. Uh, but anyway, uh, episode two, I see is sponsored by Tesla. How did he get Tesla to sponsor? How, how is Elon Musk giving Paul money? And we got, uh, you know, bobbity bobbity beef over here. Well, no, it's, it's not. Uh, it's, it's Big Bob's Biltong Beef. And yeah, whatever, whatever. Gotta... you know what I mean. It's it's not Elon Musk. I mean, all the, the what South Africa connection that is actually kind of odd. Um, I, well, you know, I, I would appreciate. Let's maybe keep it at a minimum. You know, they're 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 cutting us a paycheck to to bring them up in the show. You know, and we don't want to say any negative things towards uh, Big Bob. You know, he's uh he's cut us a heck of a deal here, uh, Pod Fesser Tom and. You know, that's more than I can say about our next sponsor. Uh, and this is another perfect segue. Uh, and this is how you do it, folks. And this is why you listen to the professionals is because we know how to do this. And this is just, you know, this is Irish butter, grass-fed cow smooth. All right. 
Uh, anyways, uh, next sponsor here, uh, Jamaican Jerk Seasoning. Yes, uh, yes Have yes. you ever been doing the jerk in your best Jamaican voice and thought, oh, no, uh, uh, I bought all the stuff I need for this dish except for the seasoning? <laughs> well, uh, you're in luck. Uh, Jamaican Jerk Seasoning is a uh, proprietary blend of Jamaican herbs and spices. Uh, this is a um, specialty blend that'll help uh, savor any meal. Uh, will improve any marinade, rub, or um, sauce. Uh, you know, I'm just having trouble reading this. I don't know. <clears throat> well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I, handwritten. I've, so I've tried this, and I, I really, to... I really do like it. Um, at this point in my life, uh, you know, you'll notice we have a lot more sponsors this week than usual because we aren't getting our salaries anymore. And on top of that, yes. Well, the sponsors are sort of, you know, we're in a boat that is sinking and the sponsors are the, uh, the bucket that we're using to bail ourselves out. <laughs> so my, uh, my $300,000 so um, refrigerator in my $11 million Montana ranch. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's it been is, going up in, in price. It's like um, I, a $5 million ranch at $8 million. I did some improvements. Let's say, you know, it just, it just got, uh, you know, we just had the assessor out and, uh, I just heard. You know, I feel like you could be artificially inflating the price, and uh, I, oh, that's, is that even legal? I mean, isn't <laughs> how dare you accuse? Isn't there me a of law that? against sort of <laughs> what a what a joke? What Never a joke! Mind. Will that's the funniest yeah, thing you've ever said, and uh, I don't even think you were joking. But uh, you know, I was just going to say um, I am in sort of dire straits here, and my my eight hundred thousand dollar refrigerator is stocked only with sponsor goods that they sent me to be able to give testimonials of, which. Is not to say that there's anything ingenuine about the the reviews, but uh, you know the jerk seasoning. Uh, it's it's amazing on chicken. It's amazing on corn. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I wonder if we could try it on the bobbity boobity beef, big big bobbity's beef sticks. You know, I think it might be really good. Well, they they have their own s special uh, seasoning. I mean, there's different flavors of the biltong beef. You can buy the uh, creamy jalapeno, or you could buy the um, teriyaki garlic blend so they they do they do have their own spices and uh, herbs but the jamaican jerk seasoning you know i i had it on some chicken uh last night for dinner and, and it was glorious you know i i would say that's probably the best uh damn chicken i've had in months you know it's been hard to find uh meat lately so just finding some chicken um you know i uh i i, I will say that it was a uh, probably a free range chicken. I found it on the side of the road. Oh wow! Okay, you found a um, chicken like walking around. Well, it wasn't walking around. It was, uh, it was dead. It had a, it recently was deceased. Roadkill? No, not ne not necessarily uh, roadkill. I would just say sort of you know humanely, uh, the chicken had passed in the the recent couple of hours uh maybe in and sleep you know <clears throat> maybe in its sleep you know maybe it had a, a bit of a tire mark uh, across oh, that's, uh, well, part of... you're, not, you're not eating roadkill are you have we have we been reduced to eating meat that's been run over on the side of the road is that where we well, are you know we are men of <laughs> academe all right we're better than this will you know tom i for all of our advanced degrees uh you know and and um NYU, uh, I'm, I'm a proud alum. Uh, I will say, you know, I didn't expect to be eating chicken like this, but there is only a, a limited amount of chicken lately. Um, sort of a problem that our country is facing, one of many yeah. uh, with the Trump virus uh, sort of spreading around uh, true. and infecting everyone. So, you know, things are, uh, it's sort of a, you know, uh, individualistic, uh, rugged approach, right? Now, Will, can I ask you a question, though? Because I, I know you, you've been kind of down on the Trump virus, but uh, I did happen to catch a little bit of the Republican convention last week, and uh, I, I saw you you were giving a speech at it. And I, I, first of all, was shocked to see you there. I didn't know you were that entrenched in Republican politics. Uh, but you looked like you had the time of your life. And uh, uh, to be fair, it was one of the more coherent speeches of the of the week. Uh, so, I mean, what was what was that all about? You know, uh, like we've been talking about, uh, paychecks are hard to come by, you know, and especially during the virus um, times. Uh, it's just, you know, it, it's it's impossible to find a, a speaking gig anywhere. You know, no university is really open. 
but they were they were having trouble recruiting people for that one and so it was sort of like just open admissions exactly it was sort of a i'll pay you uh four thousand to twenty thousand depending on experience yeah yeah. um you know uh level uh paycheck and uh you just sort of show up and uh read something off a teleprompter and you know i never read the speech at all they just sort of had me say whatever was written a few things i found personally horrifying um but uh the you know i'm i'm getting some money from this and ultimately uh, when you know uh, President Trump passes away, I will get a, a small degree of inheritance money. Well, um, you, I'm, I'm going to be written into know. the you... will, so I, I sort of wanted to be there to ensure that that paycheck would be collected. But I mean, you—I I, got to say—you look—you really sold it. So I mean, if this was a, an acting performance that was based in sort of ingenuine feelings. Um, you know, you had a whole chant going. You had them all screaming. Well, I forget I forget what the chant was, but then, you know... Uh, you know, the funny thing was, I, I didn't even feel that great that night. Uh, I sort of uh, had a runny nose, uh, red, watery eyes. I was sort of, you know, half frothing at the mouth, um, sort of just screaming. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people say, uh, were you on drugs? And I said, of course not. And... Um, well, was, you know, who are you going to believe? I don't know what the catering was like there, but I, I'll say that, that that maybe wasn't unusual for the evening. I doubt you stuck out, really, you know, as far as any of those no, qualities I mean, go. I, I, of course, yeah, I was perfectly controlled and reined in. And, you know, we um, I, I will say I had an energy drink beforehand. Uh, you know, it was a very natural energy drink. It was a maca root mm. um, sort of uh, proprietary energy blend. Mm. And that just turbocharged my evening, and um, that's what I would I would primarily say uh, sort of set off the sort of the rabid speech where I was screaming, yeah, yeah. Uh, into like a an empty hall. Well, and then I mean, well, there was sitting. I, there were there were some people. I mean, you you crowd surfed uh, the little crowd that was there. Um, in you know, there were there's just some decrepit old people there, and I, I mean, when you when you broke that guy's elbow. Uh, and I think I think he might have died guy, later on that night. I don't know if it was really that, your fault, but it was it was pretty intense to watch on you know national news. Yeah, you know we we don't need to talk about that guy, and that's been all handled um, perfectly fine. And um, I'm not legally obligated to say anything about that. So um, okay, well say no <clears> more. Not the I'm, perfect segue here, but um, we. As you'll notice, we have been uh, getting more sponsors. Um, you know, I I gave the speech um, mostly just sort of extolling how bad the Trump virus is and how badly we are all infected with it uh, to this degree and sort of how could we ever move past this. But we will, um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. I'm sure our economy will just, um, you know, restart itself and... Um, we're, we're all here just to collect a paycheck, and, and that just brings us to our next uh, sponsor here and our last one of the day, fortunately, but uh, here we go. Um, green Oven. Uh, have you ever uh, felt the need to go green? Have you ever felt the need to go green while cooking from home? Now, Green Oven has the perfect solution for you. Uh, <clears throat> have, you have you ever experimented with these meal kits, uh, Tom, before? Green oven. Um, you know, I'm yes. sure I have some. Uh, let me dig through some of my drawers here and look around. Green oven. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got. A, it's, it's a green oven kit that everything is. Oh, oh dear. Uh, well, it looks like part of the green oven uh, uh, approach is they don't want plastic. They don't want styrofoam. Uh, but what I can tell you is uh, the drawer I just opened has about 200 mice in it, uh, and so I, I might oh. I might uh, I might spray some you know some some kind of poison into the drawer before I experiment with the food. But uh, you know my my Montana ranch might not have been the best place to have this uh, this packaging that is completely biodegradable and apparently edible. Um, yeah, I I. Uh don't know about the packaging being edible. Well, the um, mice are, the that mice that seem to be just green, fine. I don't think they're, you know, exploding or dying at this they're point. They're probably getting perfectly fat off of your 
your green oven subscription. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this um, much, Will. I'm glad somebody's enjoying it. You know, I'm glad the nutrients are being absorbed into a, a healthy young body. Well, I, you know, the thing is, um, their health is sort of to your detriment. Uh, and that is something I don't understand why you would uh, be happy about. But, you know, uh, all the best to you there. And that situation uh, will hopefully thank you resolve itself. Um, it's the least of my oven, worries yes. right now, Will. Uh, it's the, the last <laughs> thing on my mind. Well, yeah, it does sound like you've had a heck of a week. But again, living in squalor is not something that I would personally feel comfortable dealing with a challenging issue i think i've just uh, nonetheless broke, green my green, mind is broken i think is what just happened there and uh i think i think it could be i think yeah. it probably is um and you know uh you know therapy uh, was a, a previous sponsor and uh i've used up all know, my free sessions still, so uh therapy you know if, I, I have a couple of coupon codes maybe if they they still work i could kind of help you continue that yeah. That path of, okay. Of Send it over. That you Send it over. So clearly need. Um, before yeah, so my internet dies because I haven't paid the bill. Uh, you know, if you could send it sooner rather than later, I'd appreciate yeah. it. Well, you know, when the internet dies, um, how long after that until the power? And then what's the uh, point? Not long. So maybe <laughs> not um, long. Yeah. Maybe you know, uh, living on the street um, or or in your car. Whatever you need to do, you know, that's just part of the American dream. One of my uh, trucks. There are going to be a, setbacks. Well, you know, a few of my trucks that I bought have pretty big beds in the back. I think I might move one of my mat- mattresses out there and just drive you know, you toward could always the Tetons. Live on the, just drive drive right into the Tetons. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I'm I mean, just kidding. We'll you know. see how I'm feeling it, that day. Yeah, you know, that was obviously a joke, and I don't I don't advocate for you to do that at, at well at any point I'll, well, I'll be sure to blame you if, if things go that direction and uh you know well, both, both you know, because that's... of the joke and because you promised me some therapy sessions <laughs> and if i don't get them you know who knows okay well we'll definitely um talk about this off air but um so uh green green oven um everybody it's a, a healthy alternative towards um you know that uh over industrialized uh, uh over consumption uh, ridden uh uh, big produce markets. Um, it's just sort of a, an alternative. Uh, a lot of vegetables come shrink wrapped. So that's sort of the plastic uh, wrapping you heard uh, Professor Tom talking about there. Um, they do try and uh, de- uh, dehydrate a lot of vegetables as well. So any sort of uh, garlic, you're going to find that dehydrated. Um, a lot of soup mixtures dehydrated, <clears throat> you know, any sort of vegetables uh, dehydrated, rice. You know, they basically sell you dehydrated food, and that's good for you because <clears throat> it's good for the environment, and uh, that's good for uh, uh, the big picture. And, uh, and I will be say sure... this, this copy has a lot of just open ends here, so I'm just trying to fill it in yeah, yeah, as that's best fair. I can. But yeah, I will say you know, this green much. oven. Uh, make sure to use promo code JERKIT when you get your green oven, uh, you know, food, which I, I think – must be good because the mice, um, the mice are having a, a, a heyday over here. So yeah, well, pro- that's promo just, code that's jerk it. I think that's the promo code for the Jamaican jerk seasoning. Uh, jerk oh, it. That would make sense. Um, for for okay. green oven, I have uh, offer code um, eco frico. Well, okay, uh, that, that also makes e- more sense. Eco eco friendly here, <laughs> so I think that's the whole uh, green oven image. Well, I, so, uh, I can't blame do Paul. Do yourself a favor. Do the earth a favor. Can't blame Paul this week because I uh, I haven't heard from him. I deleted my Snapchat after uh, getting in a little bit of a fight with him uh, because, you know, if, as somebody over there, Paul, starting uh, Buckaroo Podzai, you know, he's got eight new shows that he's launching. And, uh, you know, I, I would say... It's not to say, I mean, I, I get there, there's a point when your mentors are, you know, they, they feel beyond approachable. They are, they become idolized and godlike to you. And, you know, I, I certainly have, I've been in that situation. I've been a god to many people, many communities. Um, and I guess I, I thought, though, that we had reached a little bit of an, an understanding with Paul and he would see the dire straits of the education system we're in. And, you know, he's starting his little joke company, and I would have turned him down for sure, but uh, to have been offered the chance to do a show, uh, you know, on his network would have 
would have made me appreciate and forgive him for all the troubles he's caused me and all the the rudeness I feel that he's he's acted with when uh, when you know when trying to correct my wrongs uh you know he he doesn't have the the approach of a sensitive doctor with great bedside manner you know he's a little, he's a harsh harsh large man and uh i really wanted to be able to talk to him about doing a show and when he didn't contact me um i will say there were some some snapchats that i regret but i am grateful at the same time that they were gone after 7 seconds and that he uh, can't you know you can't screenshot a Snapchat and let's just say we're all happy about that. Yeah, it will it will be good for me in the long run that that's the case. And I I'm glad I did it on Snapchat, not a normal text. Um, um, uh, my God, <laughs> sorry, I was just having a sneezing fit there. Um, my God. So um, a couple things uh, with that. I suppose I should probably let you know that uh, Snapchat can certainly be screenshotted. So that's an immediate fallacy. Um, where'd you, where'd I, you I hear think that? that you, you hear that on uh, on uh, One America Internet. News over there at the Republican convention? They were, you know, they were spouting off Snapchat facts. I'll I'll, t- I'll take my chances on this one, Will. Well, fair, uh, fair enough, and uh, all the best with that. Um, I think we're pretty much at the end of our uh, show here. Uh, do you have any other, uh, any sort of thoughts? Or, I mean, I suppose we should address our topic uh, generally. Oh, yeah, for a minute or two. I'll tell you this much: so, how to persist when times are tough. I'm, I'm about ready to quit the business. I think I might get a job as a ranch hand on a neighboring acreage and uh, take my chances. You know, I, I feel like that's a good approach, and I feel like you know, if you if you sell a few things from your nice uh, eight hundred thousand dollar ranch, uh, maybe you can uh, sort of buy a tent and live undisturbed on the edge of your property where you once lived. I, you know, I, I whatever it's going to take at this point, but I have to say, I feel like Academe is not respecting me. Uh, I feel Paul does not respect me. I feel that uh, the little brown certainly is a is a little jerk, and uh, I don't know why I'm I'm you know bowing to their altars when instead I could just be waking up with the sunrise, chewing tobacco, you know, and uh, riding horses. I think I think I think there's a clear American solution here, which is it's not exclusively westward, but uh, it's sort of like north northwesterly uh headed and it's it's very natural and uh i'm happy to sort of open a new chapter and so i guess my my advice when it comes to how to persist when times are tough is sometimes it's not worth persisting persistence might be overrated because everyone is terrible and if you want to succeed well too bad um well you know i don't I don't quite have the the same uh, approach when it comes to persistence. I would say that I'm a little bit more uh, positive in my general outlook. And I think, you know, persisting is an important part of uh, 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 Gwendolyn. Can we, sorry, I'm just speaking to the, the au pair at the moment. Gwendolyn, can we? Oh my goodness. Will, are you, are you uh, seeing your wife's Twitter right now by any chance? I'm uh, no, uh, no. I'm seeing uh, but, some pictures uh, of you and Gwendolyn on it. It looks like she's not happy. Uh, sp- you know, you should have been using Snapchat. I'll say that much. But oh my goodness, she is, she is going off on you right now. Not in a not in a sexual way, uh, in a, in an angry way. Well, um, you know that's that's certainly n- oh un- uh, confusing. Oh uh, you know, my I don't, goodness, Will. <clears throat> this is this is something that certainly can uh, not be addressed uh on the air and oh, uh, i i will not comment further and i would appreciate if you would maybe keep it to yourself as well and uh i do want to thank our sponsors and i would say persisting tom for me is certainly something where you know you uh <clears throat> you must move forward in life and um things uh are uh, never as they seem uh when it comes to persisting but you should do it anyways I, and uh, I, with that, um, oh my goodness, Will! I can't believe you're doing these things. Oh my God, you're a monster! Uh, you know, uh, we don't need to. You know, this is obviously just uh, sabotage. Uh, I don't know why you're falling it's for this. Photoshop? Is that what you're saying? You, you deny it's, it's that this is real? It's probably Paul. 
um, I'm saying that Paul might be trying to blackmail me uh, into, you know, um, being a dirty, rotten sellout like he is. So I, I think, you know, I think that one thing has nothing to do with the other. I, I, and, I think you, you know, should check I, this for, Twitter feed, though, because this is pretty explosive stuff. You know, like you hear you hear about Johnny Depp's divorce being explosive. Can I, I can I? Sure. Yeah. But can I interrupt you really quick uh, yeah, to ask a question? Sure. So uh, is there um, and I'm not looking at the feed at all you at the moment. Be. So this is alarming to me. But is there a picture there with a uh, with Jerry Falwell uh, Jr.? By any chance? Um, I'm. I don't know that I know. Or have you seen a, a picture where it's sort of his unmistakably his face in the left hand corner? Oh, that guy. Oh, and that's oh, that's not Gwendolyn in that oh, picture. Oh, oh I, great. Oh no, great. Well, that is um, the one that I was really hoping would not get out uh, into the public well, sphere, but. Again, let's, it's probably just Paul sabotaging, um, um, sabotaging, photoshopping. Lesson for the day: always use Snapchat for your for anything you want to to keep hidden forever. All your secrets. Uh, lesson, use Snapchat. Uh, lesson two: uh, don't do any of that, and certainly, um, you know, screenshot any uh, potentially uh, illegal uh, and it, certainly uh, alarming. Uh, snapchats that you might get throughout the day but anyways um i i do need to go uh i am getting told by um what what is that that's that's our outro music oh, you know i'm currently um oh you're talking like i'm being served okay well this is great so oh. um i need to i need to get going here um obviously there's been a sorry, few things will. that have, have developed with uh, my life as well you know i've, I've loved talking about your look, life will, for if... the past hour here uh professor tom but you know, things are sort of um, jumping right out. This is just a, a, a great day. I'd feel worse for you if I didn't see all this visual evidence of you having so much fun. I got to say that much. I mean, you you clearly had some good times along the way. And there's, you know, I will say that, uh, you know, um, had any of those pictures been accurate, uh, that if uh, they had been and if there were uh, pictures in uh, Corfu, that they would be some of the, the greatest times of my life. But, you know, obviously it's all a fake uh, scam and a, a dirty, rotten uh, scheme to uh, coerce money uh, out of my uh, very extremely large uh, Republican National Convention payout check. So I'm going to be <clears throat> seeking... Uh, uh, you know what? Um, I, I need to get going. My, my lawyer is now telling me to just stop talking altogether. So... All right. Uh, well, uh, signing I'm, off. I'll uh, say I'm, for I'm me feeling here. Uh, I'm feeling good. This was a good uh, hour for me, and uh, I appreciate getting the chance to see some of your misery because I really needed it. You know, it, it's been a real pick me up, and I'm feeling pretty good again. You know, they say uh, misery is the best company, and I guess I don't know if that's uh, a good thing necessarily, but I do now feel um, sort of better for you, uh, given that I feel worse for myself. That's and so that's maybe great. there's uh, something to that. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe there's nothing to that. We'll we'll never know. Well, and, um, we'll be back next week, regardless, with uh, our whatever the show is on podcast professors. So I don't know. I don't know if it's really a master class anymore. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's self help for me. We're certainly not good. getting. We're certainly not getting paid by master class anymore. So I'll just you know, I think we can make that even more clear than it needs to be. And whatever you do, don't listen to Paul's terrible new empire. Otherwise, we'll be back next week, everybody. Uh, stay safe and uh, don't ca uh, contract the virus. Um, and, you know, uh, make sure to use Snapchat if at all possible. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm Podfessor Tom. And I'm Podfessor Will. All right. We're off, everybody. Uh, have a good week. <laughs>